Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. <laughs> this is X-Virgin, and I'm your host, Carter Cruz, here to explore the world of sex and relationships in a unique way. I promise to make you laugh and share all the best tips. Headphones in, because this is about to get wild. This episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. All right, I guess I should introduce you. This is Wes, the founder of Woo, which is the sponsor of this podcast and has made this all possible. So I'm forever indebted to you, and I'm really excited for you to be here because I feel like we've had so many interesting conversations not on the podcast and uh, we wanted to have Wes on here to kind of be here to answer questions from a male perspective. And since, you know, I can only really give the female perspective. <laughs> so, I mean, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. What do you want to share? No, no, excited to be here. I'm um, really excited that we launched this podcast. Super to have you on board. Like, been loving listening to the episode. So, just wanted to hop on myself and kind of. You know, a lot of internal conversations we're having with Wu, we're, you know, talking a lot of bit of different sex topics and like really breaking through like taboo and things like we were just talking about. And we thought it would be a good idea to just kind of hop on and like have some of our community kind of ask questions and hear from like a male's perspective, but also kind of your perspective and just kind of have fun with it. Okay. So should we dive into some of these questions? That we yeah, got? let's dive into it. So we got the first one, which, okay, I, I feel this. How to hit on a guy without coming off? desperate or too strong which i personally believe is like pretty hard to do <laughs> well i think for the most part you know like women are looking for like a confident dominant secure man who knows what he wants in that situation right not some insecure limp dick kind of submissive per person and that kind of being said i think most men in that position really don't necessarily want to be hit on like someone like me like i like you know i, I don't actually want to be hit on right in that situation because for me it's like i want to be the pursuer like I want the chase. So that being said, obviously, you know, someone in that position, I think if they find, if they see or find someone that like they're interested and want to hit on, like they're going to do that. I think more of the question too is about, you know, what if he doesn't notice me if, or what is it and see me and kind of how the strategy is there. And I understand that. Right. So like, I think there's a bunch of creative different ways where you could approach or get seen in a situation without like directly hitting on the guy, if that makes sense. I'm a, I'm a big fan of eye fucking. Yeah, yeah. It requires a lot of confidence that I know a lot of people probably don't have. I mean, I feel like if I make eye contact with someone that I think is attractive and they make eye, eye contact back, then I know we've both yeah. kind of acknowledged each other. And like, then I feel like you just kind of like have that like 
you can tell them, hey, I'm interested, but without coming up to talk to them. Yeah, but you like, gotta do, it's like the multiple lock. Like, you can't go, it's not the one lock, oh, it's like the no, lock, no, and yeah. then you, like, look again, and then you're like, yeah. Yeah, I know, there's a strategy to it, but I not everyone has, like, not everyone has the confidence for that. I mean, even sometimes I don't. That usually comes out when I've had, like, a, a drink or two. <laughs> I mean, Taylor, what so do you think? So over me, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, Taylor, do you, do you want to be hit on? I Yeah, I think the thing is this is, like, I do think that there's a mentality where there are particular girls that would never in a million years ever go up to a guy and, and hit on them. But I think they're doing themselves a disservice. I think I, most of society have always said it's always the guy's responsibility. But if a girl came up to me and was like, hey, and hit on me, I would be all about it. I'd be like, wow, that's that's a change of pace. That's confidence. Well, so I think that Wes is probably coming from kind of your like a little bit more of that like hyper mask like guy that's like no like I want to I want to I want to take it you know well, but they, yeah, there, yeah. a lot of guys aren't like that and they're like they kind of like like when a girl's like forward and I see that in a situation I mean I guess in, in my situation it's like if I see a girl that like I'm interested in like I'm gonna hit on her if that makes sense right and kind of like I like that almost like mysterious like right. challenge in that way and the second you come up to me and you directly hit on me right if you're forward and directly hit on me that kind of like it lowers the bar where it's almost like it's not a big of like a challenge or a chase in that sense. But if you, what I'm getting at though, if there's a way and there's an art to indirectly doing it. Well, I think, okay, well, this would be my thought perspective on it is that you should do it however it feels natural and genuine to you. Because I mean, unless you're purely, if you just see someone you just want to have sex with, that's all you want from them, then maybe you want to like figure out what, how they would like you to approach them and what would make them think that you're desperate or coming on too strong, right? But if you're actually just out there putting yourself out there, trying to meet people, trying to go on dates, trying to have sex, then I think you do it however feels right to you because then you're going to attract those guys. So like say like a girl who would come up to you and be super forward, maybe you don't like that, but mm -hmm. maybe that means that you guys wouldn't really mesh as people, right? Mm -hmm. But the person that she would hit on in that way that goes, like say it's Taylor, and he's like, oh, I fucking love this. Well, they're probably more compatible. Yeah, mm -hmm. So exactly. I think with any kind of thing with sexuality, like, yeah, like if you're just going for sex, then maybe you want to like amend your, you know, your behavior to get the result you want. But if you are, if you're actually trying to find someone that you actually really like, that really vibes with you, that you have, you know, a similar chemistry with, then I think you just do it whatever way you think that feels right to you and that's in the guys who turn you down well they probably weren't compatible with you anyway that's how i would think about it personally it's but. true because no, if it doesn't work sense. out then it's it wasn't going to happen anyways right. ultimately yeah i mean like i'm like i mean i'm a pretty like dominant like personality type girl so you know it's not always going to jive with everybody but if like if i scare someone off the bat we might like have a small fling, but we're probably not going to work out like long term. If mm -hmm. I'm, if you're intimidated by me, like you know, turned off by me by my initial like you know how I initiate things. Well, also that now it's really good advice. Also in this day and age, like majority of it happens to be even on digital, right? Like it's not out in the wild. And so, like, what's your opinion on like actually like being more progressive and like DMing a guy or flirting with a guy on social media? It really just depends on how much I like, because... Because you did, you did just tell, like, yeah. earlier today, you told a good story, and actually, my opinion was kind of different before. Like, I was always on the advice of, like, at least, like, I think the proper way, if you're interested in a guy on social media, is not to follow him, not to directly DM him, but what you do 
probably and you want to do it you want to time it right when he didn't just post so there's a like a like a lot of incoming coming in right <laughs> well, but the, you go in and you you like a few photos all right right yeah, me and my friend were just talking about this is no this is the man way of doing it and it's so funny that this is what you're suggesting because we said this is the man thing he goes in he likes a couple of your thirst traps and then uh, you they see if they like if you go back and like a couple of their pictures and yeah, then like and then he'll flirting. dm you it's the indirect flirting yeah. And see, that's the oh, that's the way that kind of like that, that will like get my attention because it's right. like right, it's not so forward, and it's so it's kind of like, and uh, here's the thing: is like 100 percent of the time, if you like a few of his photos, you think, oh, I'm gonna go unnoticed, and anything. He's gonna fucking see. Oh yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna see that? the likes. He's gonna go on your profile, and if he's interested, he will 100 percent DM you back and probably actually follow you back, and then it's on, and then you and then honestly, you wait a few days, and if you're interested, you respond back. But your story earlier was actually like a good story and it, and it kind of was like the exception to a rule I think of like well that I just theory. I mean I saw a comedian that I thought was hot and uh, I followed him and was like oh that's enough because he's gonna see it and then I decided no fuck that I'm just gonna slide in the DMs hey you should take me out for a drink which I think is very chill because they could just say like oh I'm not interested or whatever and there's no like Weirdness. It's not like you're sliding their DM saying like I'm gonna have sex with you. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you're sending a uh, like a vag shot. Yeah, being yeah. Like, just hey. like hey, you should take me out for a drink sometime. I mean, and to me, it's like I love to meet new people, and like regardless, like even if we don't hit it off on that way, like I mean, I'm always down to go out for drinks with people. So while it was, you know, because I thought he was attractive, you know, it wasn't. That's not all I was looking for. Like I definitely wanted to like, you know, I was like, oh, let's get to like know each other. And I think that's a good way to do it. But I guess for you, think about it, you're more of a normal person, right? You don't have this like, but if you're, if I'm like, if someone has like 500,000 followers, they're verified, they're getting a million DMs from mm-hmm, girls like mm-hmm, every day, mm-hmm. a million likes from girls. Mm-hmm. And then you're just going based off like how hot you are. So like, if you're just like, they're going to go through and be like, oh, wow, these like 40 girls like these photos of mine. Well, like I like how that girl's profile looks this one but like if you are not necessarily you know the 10 out of like everybody then sometimes you got to like set yourself apart with personality which is like you know opening up a good you know a good one-liner or like making a joke about like something that they like whatever and i think i think more women should be more confident about just like saying what they want because i mean worst case scenario the guy's not interested and you know what there's a million other guys that are going to be interested so like why not just like slide in there and not saying it in an aggressive hitting on you way where you know they're hitting on you i think it's just like finding shared interest like something you both think is funny or like responding to their story and being like you know they posted they like the show and you're like oh my god i hated when like this character like blah mm-hmm. blah, blah you know something like that that's kind of like an easy opener we're like okay we have a shared thing that we like and then instead of just being that like because if you're just liking the photos that really just comes down to purely whoever they think is like the most in line with their type you go through the hail mary message of some sort. I mean, that's like I mean, like cause for me, it's like I'm not a super, you know, um, I don't care so much about what people look like, right? I mean, to a certain extent, right? But a lot of times, if I'm on like on a dating app, I let a lot of people slide through that I feel like I'll be like, eh, they look like they might be funny. They're not necessarily the hottest person I've ever seen, but I just like to see their opening line because there's people that maybe I was not that interested in, but their first like opening line was like, I was like, okay, they seem like someone I really get along with. Because attractiveness and physicality only goes so far, right? You need something more than that. 
So, I don't know. That's just my thought. <laughs> you look like you're thinking really hard about it. No, I agree. No, th- I think the biggest thing, confidence, right? And sometimes mm. sometimes that's hard to, to, to shine through social media, through DMs, or through, again, flirting with likes or whatnot. But if, if you are confident in yourself, and, and usually that will shine through, like, the DMs, like, that 100%. Confidence is everything, yeah. which not everyone can have. So basically, uh, Wes's answer is that you just got to be confident. Or just, yeah. <laughs> In a long-term relationship, do guys like it when we have a high sex drive or do they get bored and want the chase? I mean, that's an easy question. It's definitely high sex drive. <laughs> but we could, dive, we could, I mean, we could dive, we could peel some layers back on that. Because again, a conversation we were having earlier too, and I get, I think we're, this girl's coming from as well as like maybe she's in a relationship and like the like honeymoon phase has kind of died off and she's kind of figuring out how to like kind of navigate that situation right. and coming from a guy's perspective when you're in a in a like monogamous intimate relationship like that i think what men are obviously it's not necessarily the chase we definitely want sex and we love sex but we also at the same time we love novelty in a sense right like we we want different we want to change it up all the time. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? Like we don't want to, we don't want like routine for sex is like the last thing I think a guy wants. If it's the same time of day and the same bed with the same positions right, right. and you just get into this routine, right? Is mm-hmm. like, is when we kind of lose interest. And then that's when you get into those, you see these relationships and things like that, where it's like, oh, we only fuck, you know, so twice a month. So it doesn't have to be the chase necessarily, but just the novelty. You got to introduce something new, right? It doesn't have to be like, you're like, oh, you can't get me. It's more like, yeah. a, this is a different way to have me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different situation, that thing, right? And I mean, switching up where it's a different time of a day or... It's a different part of the house, you know, or, you know, we're uh, bringing lingerie or anything like that. I mean, I don't think it hurts for like a girl to have like a wig always in her closet. You know, yeah. She throws on once in a while, a right? Yeah, I'm down for some lingerie. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, I'm yeah. wearing a G-string or something <laughs> instead of like something I, uh, sexy. Uh, I was dating a guy and like one of the first, like it was probably in the first few months that we were dating. But uh, he sh- I had <laughs> one time he had been at my house and he had broken my toilet seat. And, Taking uh, a big shit? It, well, I, I, yeah, yeah, probably, <laughs> which I found hilarious. It was just the seat. It wasn't like the toilet that was broken. It was just the seat. And uh, so he was like, oh, my God, I'm so – he was mortified. He's like, I'll bring a new toilet seat and, like, install it, everything. And uh, shows up to my door. And, I mean, I was just, like, waiting for him to get there. So I opened the door. I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, he's like, oh, hello, ma'am. Uh I'm here with your toilet seat delivery. Like, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I realized I was like, oh, we're doing role play. And I was like, and I'm like, not, I'm like in a t-shirt and sweatpants. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, uh, one second, close the door, run back, put on some lipstick and like a little robe. Yeah. You know, when I come back, I'm like, oh, come in. Like, here's my, <laughs> and he fixed my toilet seat. And um, yeah, no, that was, that was fun. I liked that because I'm not like a big role play person, but I enjoyed that. It was just kind of like forced on me, and and it was fun. <laughs> did you bang right after he fi- installed the toilet? Or did he like go shower up first? Oh yeah, no, I mean yeah, of course. Okay. I mean he had like I mean he wasn't like this was like a day after he had broken it. Oh, you know okay, he like okay, came okay. back. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> he had showered since he took whatever shit that like, broke my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carter, clogged the shitter. Let's fuck. Yeah. No, I I guess. Uh, how, here's the thing. How do you keep it? How do you keep it novel for like? Okay, like my parents have been together since high school, mm-hmm. and I can't ask them this question because, like, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be weird. <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they still have a great sex life and everything. And I'm always like, how do you keep it that? In- 
after like they've been together like I don't know like 50 years or something you know like so long at that point haven't you almost like run out of every type of like novelty like oh let's try this or especially if you're a very sexually open person where you try a lot of that stuff early on I don't know I mean, I think at the end of the day, of course, there's only so many things you could do, but it's also just consistently challenging it and making effort to like really do it and be active with it, right? Because I think that's where people fall off in that situation. And I'm sure there's people listening to like, oh my God, like I'm so busy in the day. Like now I got to go out and get lingerie and I have to like go do role play with him and like, et cetera, et cetera. And like at the same time, like obviously you want him, he's reciprocating in a way of like whatever your fantasies or, or things are as well. So, right. So it's not just for him in that sense. Right. It's gotta be, it's gotta be for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. so I think you're going back and forth too of, of like, okay, like, okay, he loves novelty. So like, I'm going to, on Wednesday nights, I'm going to put the wig on for him. I'm going to get the new like cheap lingerie. I'm going to do this. But like, he should definitely be reciprocating back with like things that you want, whether it's in the bedroom or even outside the bedroom. So I'm not saying that like, you know, these women need to like slave over this novelty thing and like, do whatever, you know, like the man says, because like, he's like bored with like one position and yeah. one thing. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, in relationships, I think you need to put more of an effort at it, too, right? And, like, again, there's probably, like... From both sides. Yeah. And, like, there's probably, like, the argument, too, of, like, I'm so busy with my day, and, like, at the, at the end of the day, I'm just so tired, like, I don't have time to do that. But, again, to, to that point, I think so many people put so much effort, too, into, like, their physical health, into their mental health, into their career, and they kind of leave, like, the sexual wellness or, like, the relationship, like, out of it, right? And they don't put as much of an effort as they do into those other things, right? And like, you know, I follow a guy on Instagram, it's like Dr. James, and like he, he's all about, you know, like health and, and fitness and just optimizing your life in that sense, right? And he's like constantly saying, it's like, okay, well, like, yeah, waking up in the morning to go to the gym is hard, but being 300 pounds overweight and waking up is harder. Is also, right, exactly. Right, and so like that motivates you, and, and like, he, and again, like people take him seriously and are like literally changing their lives and doing so many things in their health and like their workouts and things like that. And it's like, if you looked at that, like in that sexual way with your partner in that sense, and you treated it the same way, then I think that's where you would see it would make a difference. Where again, I come back to communication and just really making an effort. You know, maybe you choose like, I don't know, like Wednesday night's your fantasy night, Thursday night's his fantasy night. What's our next question? Oh, this is a, this is a long one. Let me, this is a good one. We do need to talk about this. My boyfriend gets so insecure when I ask him to use a vibrator on me, but it's so much hotter when he does it than when I do it myself, especially when he uses it as foreplay. He's good with his hands and his mouth too, but sometimes I'm just craving that or I'm on my period and I don't know how to say it without bruising his ego. I mean, I think this one, we need to do a little public service announcement yeah. to the boys. <laughs> PSA, PSA. We need to do a little PSA for the boys and that is the vibrator is your friend, not your enemy. And I think that that's a huge topic that I actually talk about with a lot of women. And, and I mean, not really, I don't talk about guys about it, but like the fact <laughs> that they always bring it up that like it's an issue with having the vibrator in, a, in the bed. And I've never understood why that is a situation because it really is a tool and it is your friend and it enhances. It's like, you got to think of it almost as like your sidekick, right? Right. Like it's your Robin. It's your Robin. It's your Robin <laughs> to the Batman, right? Like you're like, listen, like. Your dick and you are, you are still the the star, right? And the vibrator is just the sidekick to like make things better well, in that situation. She, if she just really preferred the vibrator over you, she just wouldn't be there yeah. to begin with. Like, right? You obviously are bringing something to the table that she wants, and the vibrator is just helping. 
I mean, I, I guess for me, it's like sometimes I like don't even think about the vibrator, but sometimes I don't know, like if I took a Vyvanse that morning, maybe I had one too many drinks even. Like yeah. sometimes certain things can make it a little hard for me to come and just like having that extra. Sometimes I'm just really craving the vibrator. Sometimes I'm not at all. If any guy has a problem with that, you know, I understand women being scared to ask for it because they've been taught that men are weird about that. But I think any guy, if you actually brought that up and said like, oh, like, can we add my vibrator in? And he had a problem with it. I would say that like he needs therapy. Yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to meet some of these guys who are like, oh, are offended or upset that a girl uses a vibrator. It's I would younger, be like fucking amazing. Like bust it out. It's usually younger guys. I mean, not so much in this generation, but I know like, you know, growing up, like when I was in college and stuff, like guys would have been so weirded out by that. But I would say like guys in their 30s now, I I even know a couple of guys who have, they have like little vibrators and they'll bring it out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a girl. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're 30 yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you have a vibrator. It's like a for relay. The girls you're fucking because you've realized that it's not, it's not a bruise to your ego, you know? It's like a relay race. Let the vibrator run the the first three laps and I'll jump it'll hand me the baton and I'll run into the last one well also it's hard for you to like you know when guys <laughs> are trying to do like clitoral stimulation while fucking you that can a lot of times be like it's they can't really get a good rhythm yeah, on yeah, both yeah, of those yeah, things yeah, yeah. so a lot of times it's like better it's like you handle the penetration which I do want and I'm gonna get off to and I will hold the vibrator mm-hmm. and like control that part of my clitoris and that's how you're gonna get the best orgasm, right? Like I maybe could come with just you inside of me. I could come with just the vibrator. But if you put both together, that's going to be the best kind of orgasm, at least for me personally. Obviously, every woman's different. So me bringing that in isn't saying that your dick isn't good enough. It's like also the vibrator isn't good enough without your dick. You know, it's just that the two together are just like unbeatable. It's it's man and machine, not man versus machine. You know, no, no, no. it's an essential tool. <laughs> It's an essential tool. And, and again, like you're still the star of the show. It's just like, it's just a nice little side piece to have to enhance things, like you said, and it's fun. Yeah. And a lot of times when girls are using those vibrators without the guy there, uh, they're thinking about you. Yeah. So, you know, it's like having you there on top of the vibrator. It's just, I don't know. Personally, for me, I don't know. Like I keep one on my side table and I just sometimes I realize I'm not going to come without the vibrator. I like, you know, and I'll just be like, hold up, hold up. I just reach in and grab it. That's what I do. But I don't know, like, as a, you know, that's me from a woman's perspective being like, I'm like, yeah, and I just like, I need this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it. But I guess she's more asking, like, how to bring it up. I wouldn't bring it up until I need it. And I would just grab it and turn it on. And I feel like if a guy's hard and he's in you, mm-hmm. can you ever imagine a guy being like, just immediately go soft? It's like, well, my ego is so bruised because you pulled out this, you know, you pulled out this vibrator. I feel like that's almost the best time to do it when they're Mm -hmm. already like they're horny as shit. They're trying to come. They're not thinking straight. That's the perfect time to bring it in. Just be like, oh, oh my God, babe, it's so good. You know, I'd make this like, oh, my God, I'm going to come so hard. Pull it out, put it on you. And then they're going to be like, they're not even thinking straight because they're just like, you know, in it. Mm -hmm. No, that's great advice. <laughs> it's like, imagine those people that are offended by it where they're like, they're like we need to have a talk. And it's like a, a, a dimly lit uh, dining room table. It's the girlfriend. And then the other table, it's the other spot. It's just like a vibrator. And like, what's, what is this? It's like, uh, like it's a fucking vibrator. Wait, that's, actually, that's <laughs> you know, like, a great bit. Okay. So one of my fantasies is to wake up to my husband going down on me. Nothing better than waking up to some oral before my coffee. Feel that. Uh, how do I casually hint at this? 
So what's the question? She wants her hu- she, she wants her husband to eat her she, out in the morning when she's she waking wants, up. She wants him to go down on her while she's still kind of asleep. But obviously, it's not something you can really ask for because you're technically asleep. So you got to ask for it before. So she's like, I think she doesn't want to. She wants to let him know that it's okay to go down on her when he doesn't actually fully have her. Because obviously, with consent. You know, even if someone has consented to have sex with you before, if they're asleep, you can't just have sex with them just because they just did it with you, right? Yeah, you have so to say we're we're getting uh, there's a fine line. Well, exactly. That's the thing. You always want that. You always want that consent for every single time for everything that you're doing. I think what she's asking is how does she tell him that he has consent to do that and that she would like it, but it's like you kind of get have to give that pre consent, otherwise, like you're kind of just like expecting him to just, you know, assault you in your sleep. So you're kind of going to let them know. Yeah. I mean, like in those situations, like, again, like communication is so key when the, in the relationships, right? So like you want to figure out tools to, to be, how you can get to a comfortable place where mm-hmm. you can actually bring up these conversations and literally have it be normal. Just like how you're talking about anything else. Like, Hey, I would love to be eaten out in the morning. Like before I wake up, have you, ever, have you ever right? had sleep sex with, with a girlfriend, a partner, anyone? Mm, like you, like basically, like she's asleep, and then like I wake her or, up. For or sex. opposite, you're asleep and you wake up, and she's like, you know, sucking yeah. your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more of that than the more other way that, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I feel like girls probably have less of a worry about like if you're gonna. Yeah. You probably would want you'd want to know before that it was okay. Well, and, and there was this was like more of like a long term relationship, right? So it was right. like I've been dating her for a few years, and we had like obviously had a very like open relationship in in the sense of like what we both liked. And like that had got brought up and she's like, this is what I want to do. And I was like, yeah, I would love that. Right. And then I, I mean, I also had the conversation of like, well, would you want me to reciprocate that? And she was like, she's like, no, I'm like not into that. And so oh, like, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so she was into waking you up with the blow uh-huh, job, uh-huh, but uh-huh. she didn't want to get woken up with that. Yeah. Well, but, probably may, that might be like, I guess girls like sometimes they want to be like mentally there. They want to like know that they're all good. Yeah, you know, think, like yeah, maybe yeah. one night you like sweat a lot when you're sleeping and then you wake <laughs> yeah. up to your guy going down on you and you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I feel gross. Yeah. I mean, it's just your kinks, right? And like, I think that like that wasn't like one of her kinks that like she like, that wasn't on her bucket list in that situation. So I just kind of let her be. Right. But I mean, I guess in this situation, it's almost a deeper question of like, okay, like how do I actually communicate with my partner sexually is like the bigger question of this, right? Which I mean, that can't, that is like a more difficult question and like, and figuring out how to like start that and work on that. I don't know if you have any opinion on that, but I'm actually horribly bad with like sexual communication because yeah. I think kind of like what I said earlier about like reading people off their bodies and I that's kind of how I communicate is like nonverbal when it comes to sex. I feel like I can read people as long as people are if we're on the same level of sexuality, I'm going to be able to tell what they like, what they don't like. And mm-hmm. so you kind of like Something like that, obviously, you have to talk about because the person's going to be asleep. But I actually, it's something I probably have realized recently. I'm like, maybe I need to work on this more because even though I'm this super sexually open person, sometimes sitting down and going like, like, I don't know, I like, okay, like choking a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like being choked, right? Mm-hmm. Some guys really like it too. And it's not, I'm not into dominating them. You know, I like being more of the submissive. But you could kind of do a little back and forth, you know, but it's like, I'm like, after you do it, it's like maybe they're kind of act like they're into it, but I'm really bad about asking like after like, so did you actually, because I always test it out real slow. You know, it's not like I'm like going in or like putting a finger in a guy's butt or something like that. I do it really like, I go slow. I, you know, I'm like waiting, I'm giving them a chance to be like, ooh, that's too much or I don't like that. But I'm not really good about just straight up asking like, 
do you like that or were you just playing along with it? I'm actually really bad about that because to me, I just I always express myself non-verbally. So I just kind of expect that from my partners and it's something I actually want to get better about. So I'm not the best person. Like, to babe, it. did you like it when I put the strap on and fucked you? Yeah. He's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> I just yeah. went with it. I wouldn't go that far with it. You know, it's like, you know, it's like I, I go really slow with stuff. Anything that's new, I'm like, let's go really slow. And I'm I'm really good at reading people and like seeing what they like. Even if someone's like, I mean, I can always tell. This is why I don't watch a lot of porn. Because I can tell so often when the girl doesn't like what's happening and she's just playing along because it's the scene. I can see it in her eyes and it turns me off so much. So I am good at that. But I think also sometimes I want to just get the straight answer where they'd be like, well, actually, because maybe they did like it, but they didn't like the way you did it. Or there was something else. They'd be like, well, I would like it even more if you did this at the same time. And I, I wish I was better about that, you know? But so I'm probably not the best person to, but I will say I do love getting woken up, like having sex with. So that I usually, if I'm dating someone, I would just tell them, like, I am good at communicating my needs. Like, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, like, hey, by the way, if you're ever super horny and I'm like passed out, like you can totally like have sex with me. But that would be something (laughs) with someone I'm like, you know, seeing, right? Like that'd be like a boyfriend type thing. Like just some random person I'm hooking up with. I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, know I think I just solved this math equation in my mind. What you could do, there's two options. You can either A, type up an email and schedule it to be sent at like 9 (laughs) a.m. and be like, hey. Please go down on me right now. I know I'm asleep, but I give you consent. Or you can write a little note and say, do not open until 9 a.m. And then when they open, it's like, hey, I know I'm sleeping right now, but I want you to eat my pussy. Ooh, wait, that's hot. Oh, my God. I like the second one. Yeah, I know. So say he like goes out for like, um, he's at like a work dinner. So you're going to be asleep by the time he gets home. You leave that little note on his pillow and it's like, like or maybe like it doesn't, maybe it doesn't say open until at 9 a.m., but it'll be like. It'd be like, hey, like, you know, it'd just be like a note when he gets home and it just says like, I would love if you like uh, if I woke up to a face fucking 8 a.m., you know, because I get most people are probably getting up for their jobs at the same time every day. So it's like, it'd be like I would love if I like woke up to you going down on me, you know. Getting woken up to a face fucking, I honestly, I would love to meet the woman who would love that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's unhinged, and I want her to be your friend. There was, <laughs> I remember that I watched. I wa- there's a porn that of that, and it was like a chick sleeping, and all of a sudden she's like, "What?" So I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, that feels not okay." If you, that that is something you definitely need to severely talk about. Talk about a, being a, a woken abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, too, like, the only reason I really ever want to get face fucked is because I'm a couple drinks, like, deep, you know? Really kills your gag reflex. Sober me, I'm like, "Mm, we'll do a nice slow blowjob, you know? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to face fuck me, I need a couple whiskey sodas first. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. I think the main point of a lot of these conversations and a lot of these questions has to do with around communication, right, with your partner and also just making an effort to actually look at it as like I've said before as like other aspects of your life where you're really making an effort and you're trying for it and you're not just like kind of like letting it exist in that situation and I think if people really put their relationship and they're on a sexual level and an emotional level a more of a priority then it would help solve a lot of these questions what I think too it's like no one's ever been weirded out by someone asking them what they like during sex and I sometimes feel uncomfortable bringing it up to people but anytime yeah. a guy's done it to me, you know, I've been like, hey, by the way, 
did you like this or or how did you feel when we did it that way? Or is there something that I'm doing that you really want more of or yeah. something that I don't do enough of? Anytime a guy's asked me that, I've been floored, you mm-hmm. know, and I've just been like, oh, wow. Oh, OK. You know, and so no one's ever going to be going up to, you know, your partner and saying, like, how can we make our sex life better? Like, what would make it better for you? And then letting them share and then being like, okay, cool. And then that, I think, opens up the door for you to share, even if they're not comfortable asking you that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get them to share and now suddenly they're like, well, I kind of like it when, like for me, it's like my big thing is I like when a guy tells me he's going to come. Like I really like that, like mm-hmm. to hear that. But sometimes I'm kind of weird about telling a guy I want to hear that. Unless they ask me, what do you want to hear? Then I'm like that. <laughs> you know? yeah, so yeah. I know what it is, but I'll feel weird bringing it up. But then once they've opened the door and I've said that, then, well, then I want to reciprocate and go, yeah. well, like, what do you want to hear? You know, and then like that's kind of so I think sometimes you're right. It's like you it's communication. And sometimes that means being the person that's more that's confident enough to start that conversation, which like not all of us have, but I will say that I don't think even though me, a confident person, would be very like scared to sometimes start that conversation. Anytime someone started it with me, it's like really opened up the conversation and I've been really glad that they did it. And I can't imagine a situation where someone would be upset that you brought that up. Absolutely. And, and I think that's where you can then open it up to your fantasies by asking them about theirs. So mm-hmm. that's true. I've been staring at this sweatshirt you've been wearing. Let's talk about this sweatshirt. Look at that. Look at all these sex positions. I'm like, wait, I don't even know what all these are called. All the different. We got, we got doggy. Wait, I'm, I'm upside down, so I can't really see. Oh, a little a little standing. Oh, that's like, that's shower sex. Uh, right? Uh, you know, like, the, like, that's the only time you fuck like that, uh, right? I guess you could put her up against the wall like that, but I feel like usually that's some shower sex. Yeah, and she's wearing a black, a black hoodie with a bunch of skeletons fucking in different positions. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. No, this is on video. I forget that. Only the clips are... Yeah, it's a it's a it's a woo it's a woo sweatshirt. Yeah, Did you a, design this? Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, our team, our, our, yeah, yeah, our, yeah. our team designed <laughs> it. Yeah. It's a limited limited edition hoodie that we're doing for Halloween. Well, can we give some of these away to podcast listeners? Yeah, yeah. We, why don't we do a discount on the site? A little, a little, a little discount. Can we make it uh, X Virgin? Yeah, we can do like an X Virgin discount, twenty percent off site wide. Plus, oh, okay, daddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plus the sweatshirts. And we okay, and we'll give some away too, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll give a few sweatshirts away on Ooh, social. Okay, all right. So X Virgin is the code, right? X Virgin. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off, and a few lucky giving away. I do love the sweatshirt. It's also so soft. Oh, you like it? Oh yeah, no, yeah, we I'm just cozy as hell. Yeah. Well, I like took off the T-shirt I was wearing because it was like kind of baggy, and I don't like wearing two baggy things because it kind of make you feel. And so it is just fully on my tits right now, and it feels great. It's like a, it's like a warm hug. I yeah, call it's it the overs- boner hoodie. Yeah, it's an oversized hoodie. It's like the. It should be called the, the boner hoodie. hoodie. Yeah. Is that not what it's called? Yeah, it's the day after hoodie. It's the, the one you steal. Oh, okay. It's the one you steal from the your, the guy on the way out <laughs> that he never gets back. Oh, I always return hoodies. I'm you like, always return them, huh? I've dude, lost I'm, so many hoodies over the years. Same, I'm really, same. really good about it. You know, I it's it. I think I just decided at a young age that like, because I know how annoying it is. Because I always have people sleep at my house. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, 
Unless I, I always return them. I wash them. I bring them back the next time. Pretty much every time. I'm really, really good about it. So, you know, hit me up. I won't steal your hoodie. I'm not like <laughs> other girls. I won't steal your hoodie. <laughs> no, I just think it's a principle of the issue. I believe in it. It's justice. It's only fair. If a man was stealing my hoodies, I'd be pretty fucking upset. So I wouldn't do the same to him. You know, equality always. Oh, I wish I met a lot of girls like you. I've been devastated from the hoodies I've lost. <laughs> What did you do to them that you never got it back? I don't know. Probably bad things. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, sometimes it's like guys will be like, I never got this hoodie back. And it's like, yeah. well, because you like ghosted her after like yeah. you, you fucked her for two weeks and then you didn't talk to her for a month. And they're like, well, I didn't get my hoodie back. Well, you should have thought about that before you ghosted her. I guess you're right. It's karma. Yeah, it's karma. I think it is karma for men a lot. Yeah, It's karma. I lost all my good hoodies. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, it was very time. interesting to have your insight. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks and, for it. Yeah. Uh, I hope to have you back sometime. Yeah, yeah. Can I think we'll make it a regular thing. Yeah. yeah. Thank cool. you so much for watching. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and even learned a few things. You can catch a new episode of X Version every Friday. In the meantime, follow us for more at Woo More Play. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. We're choosing random reviewers to send free Woo More Play gifts to all the time. Until next time.